Which of these antiquated terms for sex sound like actually kind of a pleasant day? <laughs> Take a turn among the cabbages or grope for trout in a peculiar river? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. We should talk about sex. Ah, yes. <laughs> That's what this week's episode is about. The long-awaited sex talk. <laughs> Everybody's um, excited. Everybody's excited? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were right. going to say something more. I didn't then... know if there was going to be a D at the end of that. I know, that's what I was wondering myself. <laughs> but I guess that's what the sex talk is for. You never know if there's going to be a D at the end or not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Gotta Gotta keep up there, Sean. So, <laughs> before... I mean, you've listened to this podcast, so, yeah. you know, sometimes well, we have a little conversation on yeah. it. Sometimes we don't. We just, yeah. like, play it by sometimes ear. Sometimes you just but, jump right into yeah. it. Yeah. But this week, with it being, the show being about sex, mm-hmm. I was like, man, it would be cool if Craig was our guest. Mm-hmm. And as I was, like, sitting here thinking that the other night, Sarah was just like, you should have Craig come in. <laughs> <laughs> and so I messaged you, obviously, yeah. following that. And here we are. So, Hell yeah. Um, for those that don't know, Craig works uh well you explain your yeah, job <laughs> so, hi everyone my name is craig Bideman. that's how you pronounce my last name um i work at umass boston i was gonna say university of massachusetts boston but that's so long and i said it anyway um so i work at the only public university in mass in uh boston which is a whole thing that we like to be a fan of uh, there I work for University Health Services, which is really great, and I am the health and wellness promotion specialist, and so my job focuses on doing sex education, mental health education, and just like overall wellness and self-care. That's great. But a lot of my job is sex. <laughs> cool. So uh, am I going to have to later on eliminate your name from this because of the content on the show no okay <laughs> no my employer knows what i talk about okay cool, cool not cool. like our high school english teacher friends are like please use a pseudonym yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we've had people sign up for the show before that are just like can you call me mr smith <laughs> like, okay my name is john smith sure um, sure. It is. So what's what's like a average day for you talking to these youngins about about sex? Oh boy. And uh, so one thing that allows us to talk to them in a very specific focused manner is I do a lot of tabling. So I try to make the conversation on sex as public as possible. Yeah. Because it makes people really uncomfortable. But I have a table, and we do this thing called the wheel of sex. So it's oh. a wheel. That has a bunch of like categories on it, and some of them are like spermology and <laughs> erections. Where do you put this table? Is this just like out in a in the campus center? Okay, okay. like literally where everyone's walking by. Yep. And so I have a tablet. It has like a PowerPoint that we basically make look like an app. And when they spin this wheel, it falls on like a category, and then I ask them a question. So like sometimes it'll land on anatomy, and I immediately get to ask them a question of how large is the clitoris. And I say that almost as loud as anyone can hear it. And people just giggle nervously. Yeah, and everything echoes in our yeah. campus center. So I'm just like that guy. 
And so then they get to see these responses and then they answer the question. So it's like right there publicly. Yeah. And um, I love it because doing the tabling, uh, so many students stop by. We also have condoms on our table. So that's like the big... That's the big one. The people, people want the condoms. Do you think anybody is like, oh man, I need condoms, but I'm going to have to answer a question. <laughs> they think that they have to, but they really don't even need to do that. They can just walk up and have condoms. Sure. Oh, well, I didn't know if you were like, oh, while you're here, tell yeah. me this. <laughs> well, Riddle me this Sometimes, and you'll get a condom. Yes. But like the, the kind of thing just says free, but people will come up and they'll like, awkwardly answer a question like can i have condoms and i'm like yeah you could have just had them (laughs) and they'll just be like oh all right like now you know for next time yeah sure i feel like you know if anything we should be giving more condoms to the people that can't answer the correct exactly you know yes agreed that was when i went to college which was i started college in the 90s um yeah that was all we had was just like our ra was like don't like smoke in the hallway. Don't do this. Don't do that. And also there's like a bucket of condoms in the hall by my door. Help yourself. And that was it. Like there was no other conversation about anything. And that was a pretty liberal school, but they were just like, go to the health center if you need any kind of like testing. And that's it. Did either of you ever get sex talks? Well, I mean, obviously my parents gave me a sex talk when I was a kid. And then in high school, we had sex education. But it's really, uh, it wasn't very comprehensive. Oh, I imagine. No, mine was like, oh, like maybe during science class, somebody (laughs) awkwardly was like, this is what sex is. Does anybody have any questions? You can ask them anonymously. And then he'd like read pieces of paper and be like, I'm not answering that. I'm not answering that. <laughs> and then would just like. Just find something that he's comfortable yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Wow. So what's like, do people come to you with just questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's what's like a very common question that you might get? Um, One, uh, a very common question is how do you put on a condom? And that's kind oh, wow. of, yeah. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, you, even I knew how to <laughs> Well, and it's not even like, how do you put on a condom? It's like, how do you... Like, What's the safe way yeah, to do this? How do you yeah. check it? Because there are t- two things you have to check before you can even open it, which is check the expiration date and if there's a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And some people don't know the hole part. And some people... Oh, yeah. <sighs> I've well, never like, checked a condom for a hole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not, <I didn't> even... <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well. Fun story. The convenience store at my undergrad at Oregon State had um, uh, condoms uh, in like this little display, and right next to it were safety pins. And I was oh, like, God. "Honey, we can't do that." <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Yeah. Uh, so Can we I get put to... all the condoms and tacks in the same bucket? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just shake them up. Yeah. Remember when so, I found that box of condoms in your glove box? That's right. <laughs> when we first started dating. They were in the, in every the one of them box? unused. So mm. I would hope so. Yeah, it'd be weird to find these condoms in your glove <laughs> box. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> oh. I mean, I bought there was like 10 in a pack, and there was 10 <laughs> still in the pack is what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean like maybe there were like just a few filthy ones in the glove box. <laughs> so I get to like teach a lot of dudes how to use condoms which is kind of funny but we have like demo penises so like they're totally fun to like 
show them. Are they just like? I they're mean, like. Wooden are they like penises. sex toys that no, they use for that? Or they're like, I wouldn't use one of these as a sex. <laughs> <laughs> they're made of wood. Wood doesn't lend itself well. To I didn't hear you say wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's like actual wood, like tree wood. Like yeah, tree yeah, wood. I get it now. It's a woody, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, I get that, and then I get a lot of questions that a lot of people don't realize that a lot of sex actually comes down to communication. And that's like the big questions because like I've had guys sit down in my office and go, so I don't know how to get my girl to do this thing. And I'm like, well, one, you don't get them to do anything. (laughs) Two, you talk about it. Three, then you figure it out from there. (laughs) Like it's hard because a lot of especially dudes minds around sex is wired around pornography. Yeah. And so my favorite way to explain this is porn is like all smash cuts because you literally and figuratively (laughs) and because you never really see how they get from one position to another a lot of times Mm -hmm. and so in their minds i've had men in my office unable to explain how to like move someone to another position without talking because there's also no talking in porn Mm -hmm. and so i'm like you have to actually like say i want to move to this position or i want to do this thing now and a lot of guys don't know how to do that because they've never seen it done before, which blows my mind, but makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's their entire education, like you said. Yeah. They, they just like saw some porn. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's how you do it. Yep. It's probably very bad for women, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how bad is it? <laughs> weird expectations for what women are going to be like i think yeah that when True. guys are exposed to nothing but porn all right so give me an example of a question that you would ask somebody in order to get condoms like i want to okay. know if i could get condoms <laughs> okay. if I was at your school again right. you don't have to answer the questions to get the condoms i know <laughs> you <laughs> it's not a game <laughs> We're making it a game. Okay. Well, I actually have Maybe I'll answer I some now, the game. and then we'll make somebody answer some at the show on Friday. Oh, oh we can God. bring condoms to the And then to the we'll show. see. Oh, we've well, got to bring condoms. Yeah. I, can, I can bring you condoms. And everybody will throw them in the trash. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> um, no. Because comedians don't have sex. Uh, <laughs> but... I could try and answer some now, and then yeah. we could have somebody on the show try to answer some mm-hmm. and see who, Actually who got no, more right. Actually, some stuff. Oh, I can totally do that. This is fun. Um, so, it's loading. But I, it's what's fun about this game is we'll have people who come back. And they, they actually, like, retain some of the information. And do they, I like, study that. up? Yeah, some people actually <laughs> do, which I love. And it makes me feel like we're actually doing our job. So this is like, it looks like an app, but it's a PowerPoint thing. It's a PowerPoint, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So the the categories are AIDS and STIs, anatomy, animal style, which is how animals have sex, barriers and protection, college, erections, miscellaneous, reproduction, spermology, and weird. Okay. Do you have a preference of category? I want to start with weird, please. Weird. (laughs) Here we go. All right. This is one of my favorite questions. What food was created to cure masturbation if consumed? Graham crackers, Pringles, Reese's peanut butter cups, or Jello? Wow. Right? To cure masturbation. That's, that's what it, they said it would do. Oh, man. I got to go with uh, 
I'm going to go with the graham crackers. Graham crackers? That's what I would say, too. It is graham crackers! (laughs) So they thought that it would just, uh, the bran or whatever inside of the the graham crackers would make people uh, more constipated so that they wouldn't actually, like, masturbate or have sex. Wow. They they would just feel gross. (laughs) So it was a punishment. I mean, Puritans, man. So it's kind of like if you eat too much cheese. Yeah, you're just, like, kind of gross. (laughs) I wish I hadn't eaten all that fucking cheese. Yeah. Or like all that McDonald's I ate watching WrestleMania. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you have another one you'd like to open up? Um, how about erections? I know something about that. <laughs> oh, this is a- like you're familiar with? This is a fun one. I've dealt with at least one. Uh, here we go. No, this is great. What percent of people with a penis- Reported being unsatisfied with their size and wanting a larger penis. 25%, 45%, 65%, or 85%? Oh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say 85%, but only because there's not 100%. On that. <laughs> I was going to say 65%. It's 45%. Wow. All right. I like that. Yeah that's... yeah, that's pretty good. There's another erections question that I think is great. Um, yeah, right here. What percent of erect penises are longer than 6.1 inches? 4, 16, 32, or 48? 4. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 32. 32? It's 16. Wow. And so this is an interesting thing to note. 6.1 inches is the average size of a regular condom. So a regular condom is 6.1 inches. And... The average size of an erect penis is five and a half inches. So the regular size condom will fit 84% of penises. So like the majority of people who like go and reach into our box to get Magnum condoms likely don't need them. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Which I have great conversations with them about. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure. So a couple things on that. How many dicks did they have to see before <laughs> they found out, like, That's this normal. is the ideal size to, to make the condoms? Well, they have the Kinsey oh. Institute that does a lot of That's true, s- yeah. sex education research and whatnot. And those things get – well, and another uh, company that does a lot of really good work is called One, One Condoms. And they actually do a thing where they will make condoms specific to your size and, like, shape and, like, girth and width and all that stuff. Basically, basically you get – a basically a tape measure for your penis and then you have the a part of it that wraps around as well so they get this information Mm. through people just sending in their penises basically yeah Yeah. they crowdsource this data and then they send you do they send very specific uh instructions on where to measure from yes they actually do (laughs) there's a part that is literally just where you would set your uh, scrotum Mm -hmm. and then you start measuring from there yeah, it's like a whole thing, and it's fantastic. You get it on their website. Go to One Condoms. I think it's onecondoms.com. Um, but then they'll send you three condoms of the exact size that they suggest for you, and then two above and two below. Okay. Just so you can test them all out, which is super cool. Yeah. Hey, That's if you're listening to this and you have a penis, uh, please go to this site. Check out One Check condoms. it out. <laughs> We're going to have a Pick a Side Stupid Dick Measuring Contest. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <laughs> You got to send in your size. Okay. We're um. really going to do this, guys. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming in today. This yeah, week. of course. And talking to us about sex. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for being here also, Sarah. I have no choice. I live here. <laughs> still happy to be here. <laughs> All right. Now we're on to the debate show, which was recorded live at Maggie's Lounge Friday night at 7 p.m. Hey, if you like comedy, Maggie's Lounge in Quincy is the place to be. Every Monday night at 8 p.m., we have stand-up comedy shows. It's a new lineup every week. I'm hosting that. And every Friday night at 7 p.m., we've got this comedy debate show coming at you live. So come down to Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 609 Washington Street, for some great comedy, some delicious pizza, and a great beer selection. Hope to see you there soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Tonight, we are talking about sex. Uh, the categories will be euphemisms, accessories, technique, oops, that could cover anything that didn't go exactly as planned, and wildcard, which could be any question at all. Um, so I will invite up a guest first to sign, sort of an expert on sex, a, a sexpert, if you will. Um, yeah, to come up and talk about sex a little bit, and then I'll explain the rules and stuff like that. But first tonight, everybody, please welcome my good friend and sexpert, Craig Biderman. Hi, everyone. So when I, when I was growing up, uh, my friends in middle school were talking about masturbation all the time. Like, in the future, we're going to be masturbating all the time. It's the rave of the future. We're all just going to be masturbating. But I had no idea what the fuck that meant. So I went to the only person I trusted at the time, my brother, and I asked him, hey, Brian, shouldn't use his real name. He's a cop now. Probably could get back to me, whatever. Uh, I was like, hey, Brian, what's masturbation? Without skipping a beat, he goes, that's when you put your finger in your butt. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> My friends are putting their fingers in their butts? What? One night, I'm sitting there playing some Super Smash on Nintendo 64. Back in the day, throwback joke or reference, I don't know. I'm sitting there, and I got a little bored, as I do as a little kid. And I was thinking about it, and I decided to give it a try. So I just went for it, and turns out I really liked it. And this was before I was a sex educator, before I know that anytime you do anything involving an anus, you use a lot of lube. A lot of lube! <laughs> Buckle up, we're getting started. This is how we're starting. You use a lot of lubricant in your butt. The scientific term for it. So, I, I didn't know those things, and I also didn't know that the male uh, G-spot is in your butt. It's called the... Uh, prostate, if you weren't aware of that. Open Pandora's box, guys. <laughs> Just give it a shot. But definitely use lube. So I had this knowledge in my brain as a 12-year-old. So I went to school the next day, 
And one of my friends had printed out a picture of a naked lady, printed it out on his computer in the year 2000. It took him dedication to get this picture. And my friends were looking at it, and they were like, oh, I'm going to take that picture to the bathroom, and I'm going to masturbate to it. You know, how kids talk. It was ridiculous. And I, without skipping a beat, go, oh, you put your finger in your butt too? Like I was so cool. And everyone's faces turned to me. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? And I just felt the goth makeup forming, the Smiths, the cure. It was just all, I was going to be a sad boy from there on out. It was, it was meant to be. And now I know that you don't trust everything that your brother tells you when you're 12 years old. And maybe don't believe everything that's said on stage tonight, but we'll be back and I'll talk about some more. But I'm going to give it back to Sean now. Thank you. Hey, it's Craig Biden. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Nick Martucci and Angela Sawyer. Nick, do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go second. Okay. Angela, your question is going to be from Technique. So uh, this question is from Sarah Morgan. She asks, would you rather a mind-blowing quickie or an average-length, average sex session? Oh, a mind-blowing quickie, of course. As someone who has blacked out because sex was good enough, I... <laughs> <laughs> just passed out <laughs> and got up uh, an hour and a half later or so. Uh, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It matters if you get there. <laughs> get there. Get there however you got to get there. I don't play around with anything mind-blowing because nothing else can live up to it. I'm going to be searching for that mind-blowing quickie again and again and again, and my girlfriend's going to get tired. So I'm going to get the regular length. you got to keep expectations tepid. <laughs> because I, uh, personally, I can't deliver a mind-blowing quickie. I can't deliver a mind-blowing long session. I'm not going to make Sting happy with his tantric mind-blowing sex. Keep things regular. Okay, Nick, I got to tell you, you can deliver whatever you want. <laughs> you can deliver whatever you want. Also, uh, 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 oh, I forgot. I got so excited about coming on to you that I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's what I was going to say. Uh, if you're passed out, you don't have to deliver shit. <laughs> like, once you've hit mind-blowing, you no longer have to worry about what you're delivering or any of your insecurities because you're not feeling or thinking a fucking thing. It's great. I prefer an intimate connection. <laughs> Let's have some time together. We love each other. Let's slowly slide in and out. Why are we going to try to make this quick? We're not going to go to dinner. We're going to eat Cheerios for dinner after our lovemaking session. All right, a lot of good points all around here, you know. Uh, but I feel like one of you just had the edge on picking the topic. And uh, i got to hand the win to Angela Sawyer. Thank you very, very much. Sean, I was the one edging. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I was the one edging. Sean, I was the one edging. 
God damn it. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Sean Rosa and Zach Jones. Okay, Zach, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Sean, you can pick from euphemism, technique, or wild card. I'll do technique. Okay. Yeah. Your question is from Leslie Braga. She asks, better Cosmo hand job advice. Hold his penis in one hand and lightly slap it with the other. Or firmly hold the bottom of his shaft and push it back into his body. You got to push it back into his body. Because, you know what, like... Oh, you slap it around a little. It's still going to be there. You know, like, if you're lucky, like, like you push it back up into his body, he comes really hard, and then it's gone. And you never have to worry about it again. He had his last hurrah. And he'll thank you for it for the rest of his penisless life. <laughs> the thing about pushing a guy's penis back into his body <laughs> is that some men have more to push back than others. So your mileage may vary on that one. Whereas everybody's got something to slap, you know? <laughs> if you want to just hit it around, like in a cartoon when like, like Tweety Bird gets swallowed and then punches the uvula of Sylvester. <laughs> One of those moves. That's the, way to, that's the way to go with it. If you push a man's penis all the way into his body, uh, he might explode. That might be the button that explodes him. And then you want to talk about cleanup. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, is that some cleanup. Oh, uh, oh, big loss. Another exploded man. Yeah, big whoop. Also, as somebody who has... Um, in, in certain Boston comedy circles, a notoriously giant hog. All I gotta say is, more cushion for the pushing, baby! For the record, that circle is a singular point. It's not, it's not very much of, of, a, of a circle. That is still just a straight line, my friend. We can keep playing the polygon game. What, are you gonna show it to everybody? Come on. So, <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> time. All right. Wait, no, we're just going to compare. <laughs> it is well known in the Boston community that uh, Sean Rosa has an oxtail for a penis. And I'm going to hand the win here to Sean Rosa. 
So wait, you can make soup with it? What is that? Okay. I also regret that question. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Tyler Derniak. Okay, Joe, you are you are our first place person on this show right now. Like you're, you're a highest ranked, yeah, you're our high, highest ranked person on the show. Um, oh, so, nice. so uh, do you want to go first or second? I would love to go second. Second, okay, Tyler, you made it through the gauntlet round. You're here. Uh, you can pick from euphemism or wild card. I'm gonna go with uh, wild card. Okay. Your question is from Sean Rosa. He asks, should sex robots have be should sex robots be having sex with humans or with each other? <sighs> to be honest, I don't like this question because it should be up to the sex robot. This isn't a choice for them. This is how they were programmed. <laughs> Sex robots have rights, too, and they can make love to me or a robot or Joe or Joe and me. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, It should be right for a sex robot to be able to have sex with another sex robot because they understand each other. They're on the same playing field. They get each other's emotions. I mean, sure, it's technically incest. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of hot, too. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not sure if you know the clientele of sex robots. <laughs> There's a little thing called supply and demand. <laughs> And I think that all of those robots, if they got to meet another sex robot, would instantly kill themselves upon becoming self-aware. <laughs> so I think in the interest of prolonging their sad, horrible lives, <laughs> they should just do what they're desi- Oh God, this is horrible. <laughs> but so are the people that are having sex with sex robots. So as long as they're only having sex with sex robots, they're not having s horrible sex with real people. <laughs> and I think it's okay to use objects as objects. <laughs> Exclusively. <laughs> you think I don't know what the clientele of sex robots are? I am the clientele. And I want to see them fuck each other. I want to watch a KitchenAid in a Roomba go at it. That's all I want. It's the only thing that'll get me through the day. And you want to take that away from me? I don't want to see that sex robot fuck you. Time. He thinks a Roomba is a sex robot. You cannot let him near a vagina or a butthole. Nothing is safe from his dust 
and food scrap covered dick. It's only fit for the garbage disposal he pulled it from. It is shreds at this point. Don't subject a Time. human. Great stuff, guys. Great stuff. Uh, but I got to hand the way to Joe Polana. Okay. Guys. We finished round one, and we are on to the no contest portion of the show, where I would like to, I'd like to invite Craig Biedemann back up to help me answer some of the tougher questions. Uh, I just want to make sure that Joe is not uh, kink shaming Tyler there. Tyler, you are a beautiful, wonderful person. <laughs> Fuck those robots. Okay, so these are the questions that didn't quite make it onto the show. We're going to try and answer them right here yeah, real quick. Okay. Sure. So your first question is from Jer Palapple. He asks, could you have good sex to the Bell Benny Hill theme song? Uh, have and done and, yes, have done oh, that. Okay, easy, easy one. <laughs> okay. This question is from Matt MacArthur. He asks, you accidentally got semen on your shirt while masturbating. Are you finally going to do your laundry, you piece of shit? No. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. Okay. This question's from Joe Palana. He asks, is all sex between dogs inherently doggy style? Or if they do it face to face, do they call it people style? So, one, it's doggy style. And two, uh, did you know that uh, bulldogs cannot have sex that, like doggy style? Because they literally cannot mount each other. They have to breed by artificial insemination. It's kind of a bummer. Wow. Yeah, because they can't mount each other. It's so sad. We learned something tonight. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> okay, this question is from Theo Constantino. He asks, after sex, you notice condensation on the windows. Is this because of coitus heat or because you were playing Temperature by Sean Paul during? Oh, that song is such a jam. Yeah, the song. Okay, and this is our final question. This is from Sean Rosa. He asks, do all vaginas have teeth in them? Having seen all of the vaginas. <laughs> yes. Also, fun plug, Sean was on my podcast this True. week, True. and I'm going to share that in the group. Nice, perfect. Because it was a great conversation that we got to have about how all the work that he does to put on this show and how he became a big old comedian that does good shit. So I'll share that, and I hope you enjoy it. Give it up for Craig Biedemann, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Sean, and give it up yeah. for me. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Craig. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Matt MacArthur. Matt, would you like to go first or second? 
Second, please. Second. Okay, Angela, you can pick any category that you'd like. Any category that I like. Whew, how about euphemisms? Okay, here we go. Your question is, which of these antiquated terms for sex sound like actually kind of a pleasant day? <laughs> Take a turn among the cabbages or grope for trout in a peculiar river? I'm going to grope for trout in a peculiar river. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like that I'm just going to end up, uh, I'm going to end my day walking around with a fish on each hand. <laughs> but that seems fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had actual sex that involved real fish, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> Take a turn among the cabbages, I believe. A yep. turn? All right, excellent. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, of course, because of life experience. First of all, I've never had a sexual experience relating with real cabbage, but I'm just eager. I mean... That's fine with me, because um, that's not as offensive as a fish in the bedroom or a cabbage. It's like, well, that's no calories. We're both fine. Um, <laughs> and then take a turn. That's like, I'm not an aggressive person. You know what I mean? Groping as a male is inherently like, I'm not supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> but taking a turn, and my th I wasn't an athlete. I grew up just playing like, you know, chess with my dad and sometimes Uno. And I'm like, my turn. Okay, this is me now. <laughs> and that's okay. It's a very you know, not alpha male thing, and I'm so comfortable with that, and if I can bring that into the bedroom, which I do, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? You tell me what you want, or even if you want to do this, if you just want to watch Netflix, that's totally okay. Time. Cool, I like that you're uh, good with, at consent, that's lovely. Uh, I would like to say that I am a serial groper, that's just something <laughs> If you're a fat middle-aged lady, that's your job. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I have never done anything with fish, but vegetables, of course. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, you've been 11. You guys know what the story is. That's how you find out. You got to stick stuff up there. Well, I understand. I completely understand. And... Uh, you know, have you ever tried cabbage, though? I mean, it's a different shape than you're used to, but once you work it up there, you know what I mean? And I come from an Irish family. It's been boiled. It kind of smushes. It's not like you're not going to get anal fissures from scratches um, because this is very bland. You know, this is like it's almost a starter vegetable for the asshole because, it, you know what I mean? It's like it's mostly mush. It's hospital Time. food. All right, I gotta hand the win to Matt MacArthur. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingill and em Emily Mame Ford. Okay, Ted, would you like to go first or second? You know what? Oh, fuck it. I'll go first. I'll go first, Sean. Okay. Okay. You can pick anything but euphemisms. 
Uh, let's go accessories. Accessories, okay. Uh, your question is, you lost a bet. Which would you rather have to wear at Thanksgiving dinner? Edible underwear or a ball gag? That's not really a sex question. That's just, I mean, unless that's what you're into. Like, in, if you're into humiliation play, then yeah, I guess it is. Um, uh, I, Thanksgiving. <laughs> See, here's the problem. Ball gag, you can't eat your delicious Thanksgiving dinner. Edible underwear, after you eat that Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> that's going to be a mess. Uh, but you know what? I'm never going to wear that edible underwear again, so that's what I'm wearing. And I'm going to stuff my face for all uh, turkey and yams and all sorts of stuff. And then, you know, some lucky lady at that Thanksgiving table <laughs> might get to eat those edible underwear later. Second dessert, as we call it, the Pettingill House. <laughs> you see, this is so easy because it would definitely be ball gag. Because then I have a really good excuse to not talk to anybody. <laughs> like when my grandma looks at me, and she says, Emily, you look so skinny. Last time I saw you, you were so fat. You look so great. I don't even have to really respond or talk to her. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't know. I'm not really into the edible underwear. I don't know. This is kind of getting weird. But what if, like, everybody else was wearing the edible underwear and I was just wearing the ball gag? <laughs> Your families aren't into that. I just feel so bad for Lloyd. Can we talk about that? Can we just, <laughs> please? <laughs> My grandmother says all sorts of crazy things during Thanksgiving dinner. She's like, but you know what? I don't care because I'm eating food. I'm going to make a mess of my underwear. I don't fucking, ugh. This is the thing about the ball gag. It's it's not fun unless you're you're screaming. Time. <laughs> First of all, I would be screaming. I'm with my family. <laughs> Second of all, like I mean, I'm dating girls now. I'm not used to having balls in my face anymore. It's like I could do it again for fun, you know, with the fam, old time's sake, balls in my face. <laughs> Who else doesn't go home and get balls in their face? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Time! All right, I got to hand the win here to Chad Pettingale. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Sean Rosa. Joe, would you like to go first or second? Second. <laughs> okay. I think they're talking to you, Joe. All right. Lloyd, you did this to yourself. You, you didn't have to be here. Uh, 
Anything but euphemisms or accessories. Technique again. Technique. Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci, and I apologize, everybody. Here go, we go on. Nick Martucci asks, would you rather spit be used for lubrication or humiliation? Sp spit bees? Spit. <laughs> be used Oh, for. used. Spit be used for lubrication or humiliation? Yes. Humiliation. Everybody knows l spit doesn't work well as lube. No. Everybody knows that. Especially when you have a giant hog like mine. No. Spit on my face. Spit on my giant hog. Spit on my, my everywhere. But don't spit on your own genitalia to lube it up. That's not going to work. And it's not going to work for humiliation either. That's that's not humiliating. That's that's wrong, lady. Get out of here with that lady. <laughs> I feel like I am roughly the size of Sean Rosa's giant house. <laughs> And he said spit wouldn't make an effective lubricant, but I don't think it would make an effective humiliation to someone who's already having sex with a person the size of his own hog. <laughs> I think that to watch a man spit on his own dick before he's about to have sex with you is humiliation <laughs> enough. I think <laughs> the act of like, oh, that one wasn't good enough. One more try. <laughs> That's enough humility. You don't need the actual hit. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> and also, you can't have a lubed up cheat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I just think. <laughs> you make some good points, Joe. <laughs> Especially that first one. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Come on, like the the humiliation of like you're gonna you're gonna spit on me and be like, yeah, your your cock isn't as big as Joe, <laughs> and you know it. No matter what everybody says, you know that. Now take your slap. Exactly, because when they say your cock isn't as big as Joe. That's gonna make you harder than you've ever been. <laughs> and you'll need all the lubrication you can muster, salty or otherwise. <laughs> You're just gonna have to use, salty, it's spit, it's not good, it's not good as lube, but it's better for lube is the point I'm making because I have to. <laughs> Time, all right, I gotta hand the win here to Joe Polana. All right, we got four comics left. So, everybody, please welcome Matt MacArthur and Izzy DeRosa.
Um, Izzy, do you want to go first or second? Second. Second. Okay. M Matt, you can pick from oops or wild card. Oops. Okay. Uh, your question is from Chloe Cunha. She asks, congratulations, you have just made your girlfriend fart during sex. Do you laugh it off and never speak of it again? Or see if you can do it again and play a little tune? Um, all right, I don't think anybody in here but Sean and a couple of people probably know, but I've been a professional bagpiper since I was 13 years old. So I love to blow air into one thing and then it have, have it come back out making a sound that everybody fucking hates. That's my real life. You probably know me from my hits such as your granddad's funeral. I was there and somebody paid me for it, I swear to God. Um, yeah, so that sounds really entertaining to me because I like a challenging instrument too. You know what I mean? Like, guys pick up guitar to get laid, that's easy. I picked up an instrument that's like, it's impossible to get laid with this, but now that I'm in the bedroom with you, I'm like, I need a new challenge. I got laid from bagpipes, you know, from the funeral, obviously. And now I'm like, what, what bigger challenge can I master while I'm wearing a skirt, which is like what I do at work, but also in the Classic man focused on everything but the clitoris during sex. I, I don't know. I feel like you should just move on from it because if you can make me fart, you better make me orgasm. So, uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, the former has happened more frequently than the latter. So I'm going to say move on from it. Don't talk about it. And also don't blow into me. It's weird. It is weird. You're right. Well, I would love to make somebody orgasm, but I, I, I'm not sure I will be able to, but I'm sure I can get a sound out of that fucking thing. Like, <laughs> I told you, I've been doing it since I was 13. Do you think I've been having sex since I was 13? No. No. Do you think I've been having sex since I was 21? No. Um, but bagpipes, man, I, I know I, I got lungs for fucking days. And, you know, you're not going to be down for a second time, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm obviously not concerned about anyone's time. needs. <laughs> the blowing is just a little freaky to me. And not in a fun way. Because I also, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I feel like it's more of, like, a sucking than a blowing or a licking. I don't know. Also, fun fact, euphemisms, I think that we should have talked about more ass play because my favorite sex euphemism is tongue punch my fart box. How is that not on there? That is a great one. Time. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win here to Matt MacArthur. So... In the finals tonight, it will be Matt MacArthur versus Joe Palana.
Joe, do you want to go first or second? Oh, God, second, please. Second. Okay, um, Matt, I, I got two questions here that you could choose from. Uh, wild card or accessories? Wild card, for sure. Okay. Your question is from Jer Palapple. He asks, would you rather have the absolute perfect sexual experience once and never have any kind of sex again, or have sex whenever you want, but everyone tells you you're bad at it? Oh, man, the one-time thing, for sure. No, for sure. That's fine. Um, yeah, because, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Everyone's going to hit their peak at some point. Let's do it, and then I can just be fine, you know, like, having mediocre shit and jerking off for the rest of my life. Um, that's completely fine with me, you know what I mean? Because I feel like you got to live once hard, and, you know, something consistent, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has that one achievement that they had happen one time, and then they can be sad about that forever because it's over, and that's fine. I'm okay with that, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's my take on it. I do a lot of comedy that people tell me is bad, but I still do it. <laughs> so I just, I just think if I ever succeeded, well, then I'd have to die. <laughs> That's tread. I'm not going to be a salmon. I'm going to be a, a bear. <laughs> I'm going to eat the salmon, and I'm going to give mediocre sex and then sleep for six months. <laughs> also, bears, not related to the question, Form a butt plug that they use to hibernate. We all need to talk about that more. <laughs> and bears are not good at sex. Did you know that? I didn't either, but I still said it. I'm going to just live. I want to live. I don't want to succeed and then die. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. All right, well. I can tell you, because I'm a little older than you, you can keep living way after you succeeded. <laughs> it still goes on. And I feel like the bear analogy is a little more like you fuck once and then you nap for pretty much ever. Like, I think that's a little more accurate to what I want to do. But I bet, and you know what, I think you can't just go around and saying bear sex isn't good, because that's really insulting to part of the gay community. It's, you can't just... A lot of people have that preference. I'm sure a lot of, most bears have that preference, like actual bears. They're probably all into bears. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. I say go out with a bang one time and then live a sad, like, you know, smoky life after that. And that's fine, you know what I mean? We still got plenty of time. You can enjoy other things like books. Just do a little reading. You know nothing about the gay community. Everyone wants an otter. All the friction, none of the regret. I don't know. <laughs> but let's say the point that we're both making is everything's sad from here on out. Whether you succeed or fail, you might as well keep fucking because that's life, baby. It's only sad from here on out. This is it. Make a few people go, eh, I would have, I prefer this to Jenga. Time. <laughs> All right. Well, there is no way that I could choose between these two final participants, so I'm going to need your help. Go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group. 
and pick your winner now. So, our winner tonight is Joe Polana. That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. All right, that is our show for this week. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to Craig Bideman for being my guest this week. Congrats to Joe Polana on the win. And thanks to Matt Bedell for creating the artwork this week. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. And we've just created a subreddit for this show. So if you're a Redditor, you can check out Pick a Side Stupid, the subreddit. You can put questions up, respond to questions, vote on questions. Or you can always use the Facebook group. That's still there. Or come to a live show. We are at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. recording these shows live. We're also at Maggie's Lounge at 8 p.m. on Mondays doing stand-up comedy. And in the basement of the poorhouse on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. doing stand-up comedy. So come check out a live show sometime.